Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode of the Causeway Street Podcast is powered by ExpressVPN. You can stream every NBA game live for a fraction of the normal cost. Visit expressvpn.com slash street to learn more. All right, another episode of the Causeway Street Podcast. Joseph Pavone here. Joel Pavone, Sean Dutra, fellas. Joel's here? One quarter into the regular season. We got a handful of impressive wins, if you ask me. And you know what? Let's start with what happened Wednesday night. I I get it. Look, this team was on the second night of a back-to-back. Overtime, you know, in Toronto. But regardless, right, there's plenty of positive takeaways. No small show, Despite the fact, right? I mean, you look at what Jalen Brown's been able to do, Jason Tatum, these guys, the three of them. It's almost like a, a new big three between these three guys. But how long can they sustain this? Because Jalen Brown right now in the last two games averaging 29.5 points. The three of them nearly put up 80 points against a really good Miami Heat team. How are you guys feeling about this squad right now? Well, they're a really good Miami Heat team. They're top mm, top three or four team in the Eastern Conference this year. Right. And they've been playing really good basketball. Yeah, man. So, so. that's a big win. Don't matter if they're on the second out of a back-to-back. Don't matter. It doesn't matter. You can beat that type of team at home. You're supposed to beat them at home. But I think you can take a lot away from that game. I think uh, one of the biggest things that you can take away from that game is Jalen Brown, obviously, was balling out. I think they uh, also showed that streak of, hey, we're going to play like crap for a quarter, maybe even a half, and then come right back. That'll help. That They showed they can still do that. Um, but I think overall... You know, you come off that Western Coast swing, you come back home, you've had a couple of games in New York and uh, like, but local trips and hey, they've, they've now won four out of the last five games. I mean, that's a great way to bounce back from a subpar road trip. The fact that they're playing without Gordon Haywood and they're what, eight and four now without him? Right. Like that's a, that's a good sign, but. How long can they sustain that? Like, let me, let me, so, so let me ask you about that stat. Do you think they would be, what would they be with Gordon Hayward? Oh, and I with think, the West Coast trip? Like, I think they would have had a, 
they would have been they would have been below five hundred. I think they, I think they could have swept that West Coast. But I'm saying with him, this whole thing about eight and four without Gordon Hayward. Yeah. But what would they be with Gordon Hayward? I mean, I think I'd probably add maybe maybe a win or two. Maybe a win. Right. They beat, they beat the Clippers. I feel like they would beat the Clippers, without a doubt, with Gordon Hayward. Okay. Maybe Gordon helps in the end of that Denver they game as well. Beat Sacramento. That game against the Nuggets. You know, the Nuggets game was tough, even though they what happened with Kemba Walker kind of took. You know, the air out of their, their sail there early mm-hmm. on, but they did bounce back, you know, being down 19 points. So are we they saying, Gordon towards the end of that game, could have made a difference. Closes so, out, so the yeah. whole, the whole thing that I'm saying though is like, if, if Gordon Hayward is coming back soon, I say eight, I say 10 and two, 10 and two, 11, 11 and one, one at the best. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. If we, if, if with Gordon Hayward on this team, if you think eight and four is bad, I'm not saying it's bad. It's not bad. It's, it's actually good. It's without, good. without yeah, Gordon yeah. Hayward, yeah. right? Then what would he? What happens when he comes back? Like, are we now saying, like, sort of subtly that the Celtics team should be a sixty to sixty-five win team with Gordon Hayward on the floor if they're healthy at all for the rest of the year? Uh that's not too far off from the <laughs> prediction you made before the I season know, started. Right? What did you say? Sixty-three oh, games? No, he said yeah. like sixty-four he, wins. Yeah, he went like I think. Me and you were like low fifties, and and, yeah. and you Ducha was like fifty five, fifty six, yeah. yeah, at the least. Well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> no, he was he was in the sixties. No, I, I don't think he did sixty. 60. Yeah. I don't think he did sixty. I don't remember. Maybe fifty seven. I make yeah. that shit up on the fly, man. <laughs> you know, <get> no, <laughs> never that. Get out of here. We know Gordon Hayward was working his way back. Um, whether it's Christmas or later in the month, he's he's not too far away. But seeing them perform at that high of a level without him, I think speaks volumes. Brad Wanamaker, I mean, how impressive has he been on both ends of the floor? He's been scoring in double figures. He's defending at a high level. But then you look at the bigs as well. Man, Daniel Tice. Where did that come from? Like, I don't see, I don't, I'm not saying that as like a shot to Daniel Tice, but it's like, where's that level of consistency for, from, from Tice on the defensive end that we've been seeing lately? Well, I think because he was playing behind Horford and Baines the last couple of years, he's like, oh, I just need to score. Or maybe that's what that was expected of him. From you know, from Ainge and the coaching staff, like yo, just go in there, and you score. Right, but even even after that, I'm talking about like early this season. No, that's what I'm talking about. But now, but now this time around, this year, obviously, he's starting the majority of the games. It's been it's, it's been Tice at the five. And that's that's knows, Brad's ideal start. Exactly. So five, he yeah. knows I got to pick up my pick up the slack on the defensive end, and that's what he's been doing: blocking shots, yeah. Yeah. grabbing rebounds. He's uh, what is he averaging like? You know, eight points, eight rebounds. Then some that's nights all you need. Yeah, no, but yeah. some nights he'll he'll hit double. He'll hit double doubles. Yeah, three blocks Wednesday night. Yeah. But that's that's legit. All you need from your center is somebody who can come in and play consistent. And I think yeah. the interview with Danny Ainge, I heard he he basically was like praising Robert Williams, but he also was just like, yo, and Daniel Tice, he's just been the most consistent big man we've had all year. Yeah, which is true. You can yeah. call it whatever you want. You know the the. The five by committee, I guess, approach so far, mm-hmm. and it's been, it's been, it's been working, but works a lot better than closer by committee. No, no, Alan Embry or here comes, here comes another Red Sox reference. You know, you know, shout on Cora now all of a sudden, bro. No, not Cora. This year, they didn't even have a closer. Oh, okay. Talk about old three, baby. Well, they tried to do it with the Cora. Embry in the eighth. Yeah, that's true. Who's the other guy's name? Timlin. From Timlin 03? in the ninth. Ah, Timlin was the yeah. Yeah. Embry and Timblin, those are the two dudes. Mm-hmm. And he had Scott Williamson out there too. No, no, no he started some games. No Falky until in the following season. No, yeah, yeah Falk, no, Williamson never started. I mean, no, not Williamson. Who's the other guy? The older guy. Um, Low? The left-handed dude? No, he was a, I think he was a righty. Who was it? Uh, Burkett? Burkett? Oh, yeah. yeah nah. I, don't know, I thought of him, bro. No, nah, Burkett, nah, Burkett was just a starter. That was 0-4 too. 
No, he wasn't all four. He was just all three. All three. I was. I was. I felt bad for him. Like, man, I wish he won because he. He, he was a rock. Yeah, and he was, you know, at that time of his career, he was, you know, fading out. But I do on, on his way out. To get to my point, I think yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the Red Sox in 03 ruined bring, bring the, it back, bro. Bring the it back. by committee thing. I think center by committee is perfectly fine. No, it's perfectly like, fine. It's not. It's not the most clutch. Fucking I got you. As pitching, it's, you know, I mean, that's perfectly fine. Well, it's, it has been for the first twenty games. Mm. But how many teams have they faced? And mainly, what comes to mind is like. The Clippers, who were length, became a problem, but more perimeter in that particular game. But, but it could be a problem if you're facing. You know what does work though? Running back by committee. Like I think it's like it's sort of like <laughs> what? The, no, I, I uh, think uh, I think center by committee. Go ahead. Center by committee is centers in the NBA nowadays are just like running backs in the NFL. They've become irrelevant. If you have a great one. Okay, cool. Yeah, I was going to say. But you don't you, you don't need a great center and you don't need a great running back no, no, to win. That's not, that's not what I'm in saying. The NBA no, and NFL. Like saying. you can you can rotate in, rotate no, 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 bodies, you'll be okay. Not, that's not what I'm saying. I'm when I say the committee thing it's because Tice is undersized. He's 6768. Yeah, yeah. Stevens started Grant Williams the other night when Smart was out. How tall is he? 66? Right. Um Robert Williams is about 610, but his minutes are limited. On certain nights, he did grab ten rebounds the other night against uh, Miami. Well, the, great. The big, the big lineups are the ones that made the difference, though, especially on the defensive end. In the second and third quarter, when he went with Robin Williams and, and Daniel Tice instead of Grant Williams, you know, uh, Cantor clocked in what like seven minutes. You know, like he's clearly, at least for that matchup, he went with Robert Williams and Tice because they yeah. were they were showing their length. Yeah, like yeah, okay, Tice isn't was he six seven or so, but he doesn't he doesn't come off that way because of his athleticism and because of what he's able to do. I got you. And same things could be said about Robert Williams. I prefer that than to see him go small ball. Well, obviously it depends on matchups, but for the most part, I think you put one of those guys in with a Shemi Ojale and you know Brad Wanamaker. Like like the, to me, that's like the three defensive anchors for that second unit. You know, I'll tell you what I never want to see. And on they're the court. they're the ones grabbing minutes away from from Ines Cantor, who's supposed to be like this you know top rebounder for the team. And Cantor, you can't get consistent minutes. I I, I Stevens is picking his spot. So yeah, with him. But with when I, there was a there was a time I don't against, blame him. There was a time against the um, the Heat in the first quarter. I think to end the first quarter, Brad had this lineup out there that was brutal, man. It was like Robert Williams, Cantor, um, Grant Williams, Jalen Brown, and Brad Wanamaker. And I was like, this is disgusting. It was just, <laughs> it was like no one wanted to do anything, and like it was just. Clo- I was yeah, like, they've never played with each other ever. Oh my god, <laughs> it was ridiculous. And I was like, but also it made me think, like, yo, you know, Stevens tried. tried Steven, I think Stevens was trying to just play like Cantor with Williams, and that that just doesn't work. That yeah. just doesn't work. They both look at each other like, so what are you supposed to do? Am I getting the rebound or are you? Are you, what, 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 <laughs> are you gonna block the shot? Should I? It's like the parent trap. Explain. No, they they're like the same person. Gotcha. They look at each other. All right. They're like, well, I love peanut butter and Oreos too. Ah." But they're they're both black, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What's it? (laughs) Nah, nah, Cantor's not black, man. Yeah, thank you, bro. Jesus. (laughs) So they're not the same person, are they? You see, you want to bring up the whatever. Not me. Would either one of you feel better about the Celtics keeping smart out for an extended period of time? Because I don't know, man. I feel like it's like a new injury. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. He needs needs the rest. He needs somebody to tell him He doesn't want to, but... If he wasn't for the fact that he was actually ill, he would have played against Miami. Oh yeah, he definitely would have played against Miami. Right, but is it better for the Celtics to just kind of keep him on ice it at is. this point? It but is. he I won't think, though, I unless think he's you... legitimately legitimately sick. 
maybe just play him sporadically, like limited minutes going forward and maybe next week. I think that's a good thing just for his health overall because as we've seen, this team needs Marcus Smart. So if you need to, if you need a load manage, you know, some people are load managing like they're superstars. Hey, you let's load manage Marcus Smart, man, because if anyone deserves a night off on this team, it's yeah, Marcus if Smart. he's down for it, then great. But he's not going to be. Down I know for he's it. not going to be down for it. That's why when you got a chance like this, you better take it. You better get him a couple, three games off or something like I mean, that. They gave him. They probably he probably had an IV in him. And that was the only way. He's like, I can't run with this thing. I got to actually sit down. He's like, is it what? Show me the rule book that says I can't bring the IV on the court. You mean I got a colostomy bag and I can't play? He's <laughs> like, what? I saw that going there. When you... <laughs> How'd you? That's why you looked at me like that's that. He was like, like oh, he's going to he's gonna talk about a poop bag. Huh? <laughs> that's next. That's next. Does Jalen Brown continue to be a 20-point scorer, though? Yes. No. Yes. yes. Okay, so this is my biggest thing. This is my biggest thing. Now, you guys, look, look, man. Talk me off the ledge. My man. Talk me off the ledge. My man, my because man. Because when if Gordon Hibbert like, comes back, if you're gonna talk I think about we're going to have. We're going to talk about trading somebody. I'm not. Have problems. I didn't say it. You did. Okay. I didn't say it. I'm just saying. Talk you off the ledge from what? Go ahead. My biggest fear is I, I don't, I don't care who it is, right? Whether it's Jalen Brown or Gordon Hayward, either one of them, when they've been on the court, they've been playing really well this year. I still have been yet to be proven that both of them can do their thing consistently over the rest of the regular season and the playoffs together on the court at the same time. Not just on the court at the same time, and the flow of the game at the same time. Like, I I really feel like Jalen Brown's thrived with the extra minutes that are open, right? We can all agree on that. But what extra minutes, though? He's Gordon play- Hayward isn't, pl- isn't playing right now. But there isn't any extra minutes. They're both starters. They're playing starter minutes. I feel like you think that, yeah, that Gordon Hayward means he doesn't get doesn't get as many touches. Yeah, this is not last season, bro. Yeah, I think this year <laughs> this is different. I mean, to your to your point or to your credit, uh, like we haven't had enough of a sample size between the two. Gordon yeah. Hayward went down pretty. Like people forget, you know, what was that? Six, seven games of the season he went down. Yeah, he's been out for like so it hasn't. 12. Yeah, it wasn't a, a whole lot, you know, to to sample from and, and and say if that's actually accurate but either way it translates into wins i, I like i said they lost one game them, throughout that span them both being on the court uh one of them being on the court i i love watching both of them play i just i'm i'm still struggling to if see anything, them coexist on a team that, like over time we've right, seen okay. it in glimpses right. but what happened last year if like, anything though shots went to hayward and hayward wasn't making them Shots went away from Brown. Brown can't get into the flow of the game. Then both of them are ineffective. If anything, the only the only person that I feel like will be affected will be Smart. He won't be starting if when when Gordon comes back. Okay, well then, how big of a deal is that? Like I I, I do think that there is a little bit of a uh, a part here about you know the whole the whole thing that I was saying last year. Well, just this, as- this uh, couple. There's a couple extra miles that need to be fed and. Okay. I mean, but, I'm okay with Marcus Smart taking less shots, but I just I don't feel like the amount of shots that Marcus Smart has taken are just all going to no, go to Hayward. It's a different vibe this year. No one's playing for themselves. Like Jalen got his extension. Who wants to win? So if he feels like you know the last shot is going to go to Hayward versus him, I don't think he's going to get pissed off at that. Is that what you're saying? Well, I don't think it's the last shot. I think it's the cumulation, compilation, cumulation, mm, cumulation. Yeah. It's fucking cute. Okay, you want to get into that? 
The accumulation of shots over the course of time. Like we're look, watching Jalen Brown and and to, to to as somebody said on Twitter, like, hey, in your face, Sean, like whatever. Like <laughs> Jalen Brown's balling, and I, he, he's balling. Like okay. I'm not gonna say it. All like right. his growth is happening. We're seeing that happen, yeah, and we've difference? seen it happen since Haywards went down on right. injury. But let me tell you the big difference between Tatum and Brown this year, right? Don't bring Tatum no, 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 in. No, no, but I'll man. keep it. But I'll, I'll. It will, I will tie it in. I will tie it in. Find a way to do it. I will tie it in. I will tie it in. Okay. Jalen averaging 47% field goal percentage, right? Tatum is in the low 40s, about 41%. Yeah. All right. It, was, it wasn't that great, wasn't it? No. But he got to the free throw line, which I like. Which to is see. good. That's Always great. See that. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's not about it's not about the touches. It's not about the shots or the number of shots. It's about the consistency of actually hitting the shots that he's that he's taking. Right. So, so just like Gordon, Brown doesn't need that many shots to be to get to twenty points. See, I don't I don't believe that over the course of time. Because I think what we've seen from Jalen Brown over his career is he's not a very efficient scorer. Well, he has been this year, though. It, it, That's what I'm talking about. Since Hayward's been it's down. Effic- no, but it's efficiency versus quantity. Mm. Well, right? the only concern for me was what happened in Brooklyn. Like, he he took, he took only took eight shots. And, and just, Brad Stevens wasn't phased by it. Brad Stevens was like, look, I don't. it's not about the amount of shots. It's about the quality shots that he takes. But if you're looking at it from the outside, you're thinking you have to take advantage of those opportunities. Like you said, Gordon Hayward's out. You know, you have plenty of touches go, to go around between you, but Kemba he's been great overall. And Jason Tatum, you know, he has been great overall. But since Avery's been out, my my concern is my only concern about Jalen moving forward is when he's in those situations again, and when he just kind of shies away from the action. And having someone like Gordon Hayward, who obviously gets a lot of touches, could you know add to that? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But Hayward's aggressive, getting his shots up. But the confidence from him is still there. It's just one of those situations where he just kind of backs off a little bit. And I hope that is not going to continue to happen because I, I just feel like it's just the sky's the limit for this kid right now. Yeah. I think he's in the zone right now. Yeah, I think I, that I, this I, contract extension is just, it's like finally, okay, these guys are committed to me because a part of me always felt like Jalen was kind of like, are you guys going to just let me walk or are you guys going to trade me? Like something like, something like that was kind of in the back of his head. He did open up about the anxiety that he had last season and you know, he's he mental's fucking skills coach. Yes, mental skills coach. Yes, that was part of it too. But you know, he talked about how how he that was the toughest how that was the toughest season he's ever endured at this level. Smart talked about that too, brother. And I think that had a lot to do with his performance. Well, obviously it did because he said it did. Punched a fucking wall and is a psycho. Jalen Brown just a moron. Yeah, Marcus Smart almost ended his year, his career. Marcus Smart career over an Instagram model. Marcus, think about that, bro. Marcus Smart needs (laughs) needs therapy. Okay, and I agree with that. Okay, Jalen Brown's just a fucking pussy. Oh jeez, there's there's a drop for you. Yeah, go ahead. So finish. finish. Well, you don't believe again? Fine. No, I don't believe that. Again, where the contract is the contract is what makes all the difference. And I think the Celtics knew that. They're like, look, if we don't give this guy an extension, we don't know what's going to happen. And like you said, that was your word that you used. He may have started acting like that if he didn't get that extension. Now he got the extension. He has the commitment. He has the opportunities. He has a point guard and Kemba Walker was like, bro, keep doing what you're doing. I think sky's the limit for it. I really do. Yeah, wow. and I, I, I hope I hope so, but I just I I I am nervous. 
because well, the only reason I'm not nervous because Hayward's not that kind of player. I don't think. But he's the Hayward, kind of guy Hayward was like, like I, I just people think people are overlooking. Like, no, they played fine together. They played fine together. No, like, they want you want that. You want there to be some friction. I don't want there to be any you friction. Do. You do. No, you do. no, no. Then you give you another opportunity to shit on Jalen. Sean wants that smoke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's an opportunity for you to shit on Jalen. Hey. But it's, 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 it's no coincidence. <laughs> It's not a coincidence that Brown has been shitting these hey. last the last two games. Last two games, Jalen podcast more aesthetic. Okay, that Jalen's gone off, and Smart hasn't been in the picture because Smart obviously didn't take a lot of shots in the game he got injured, and obviously he didn't play the following game. And yeah, man. Jalen, and Jalen Jalen went off in both hey, games. But to preface this, I said at the beginning, I don't care who it is. Like you have two players. Like obviously, Marcus Smart is not gonna produce like Gordon Hayward or Jalen Brown's gonna produce, right? Yeah. But I mean, if if Jalen Brown, if Jalen Brown's scoring twenty five points a night, or if it's Gordon Hayward that's scoring twenty five points a night, that's fine. You pair him with Tatum and Kemba and you have a team that can compete. I'm just nervous about what's gonna happen. Like but is, is Jalen is okay, go Hayward let's let's hypothetically say Hayward comes back and he doesn't miss a beat. He comes back and he's scoring twenty two points a night. You th- what's going to happen to Jalen Brown? Nothing, because he's going to score 22 points a night, and I'm talking about Hayward, on like eight shots, because that's what he's been doing. That's impossible. Maybe like 14, but I guess. I, I <laughs> <laughs> no, no I'm saying eight because he's going to the free throw line, and he's taking no, three. I know, like, I know, he was averaging 56% from that, the field in the eight hard. games. Yeah, I know. And he was, barely taking, and he was barely taking any shots, so then how is that taken away from Brown? That's I, my question. Okay, I, I do. I, I, okay, and you know what? Prove me wrong, but that's my biggest concern. Oh, I'm not gonna prove you wrong. Gordon's gonna prove me wrong. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Jalen better prove me wrong. Joe's like he's gonna go eight for eight from behind the arc. You'll see. Eight to eight behind the arc every game. Average. <laughs> Average a hundred percent. Twenty four points. There you go. <laughs> Twenty four. No free throws. Nothing else. Just three points. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, that's my that's my biggest concern. I'm happy that Gordon's coming back. I'm happy that you know, like within a week, we're gonna have the Celtics back at full strength again, which is great. And then we'll see what happens. We'll see what this team actually is made of. And by all accounts, I was right about this team being the best team in the Eastern Conference, in my opinion, so far. So. Yeah, you were uh, right about Jalen Brown, though. I think Milwaukee's only lost three. And they're not That's the okay. best team in the Eastern Conference. Milwaukee's not a better team. Milwaukee's not going to beat the Celtics in a seven-game series. Well, that I agree with you, but I'm talking about – we're talking about regular season right now. I I wasn't. I was never talking about it. I, I said the Celtics could be the third. I said the Celtics could be the third seed all year. But, yeah, but they're the mean. best team in the Eastern Conference. They're going to come out of the East. They're going to come out of the East. They're going to be in the NBA Finals this year. This episode of the Causeway Street Podcast is powered by ExpressVPN. You can stream every NBA game live for a fraction of the normal cost, thanks to ExpressVPN. And here's how it works. The NBA offers League Pass, which lets you stream games online. But if you live in the U.S. or Canada, it doesn't let you watch them all. Some games are blacked out. So what do you do? Fire up ExpressVPN and use it to change your location to a different country. Buy and use the NBA League Pass from there and boom, no blackouts. And depending on your country, NBA League Pass could cost about $15 for the whole year. Doesn't that sound a lot better than $200? ExpressVPN works on your computer, phone, router, and consoles like Fire TV so you can watch all the games from any device. 
even when I'm not watching the NBA, I have ExpressVPN on 24-7 because it also encrypts all my data, keeping it safe from hackers. Enjoy all 1,230 NBA games throughout the season in HD with the world's most trusted VPN. ExpressVPN. Get three months free at vpn.com slash street, after which you can sign up for NBA League Pass at a huge discount. You don't want to miss out on this deal. That's expressvpn.com slash street for three months free with a one-year package. Visit expressvpn.com slash street to learn more. Let's get back to this podcast. All right, but see, you keep mixing things up. You're saying right now the Celtics are the best team in the Eastern Conference, but the record doesn't show that. That's okay. Okay. They've they've had a West Coast trip that they didn't have their one of the best players on. Like there's a lot of things that are going on, and no yeah, one. Like, it's like when Cleveland won the East and they were like the fifth seed or fourth yeah, seed. Yeah, no one, no one thought that no one thought that the Celtics were going to lose against Philly and then win ten in a row. You know what I mean? Like in in my opinion, the top four teams in in the East right now are Milwaukee, Miami, the Celtics. Not in any order. Not in any order. And the Raptors. Oh, the Raptors. Yes, man. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yes, man. I was wrong about Whoa. the Raptors. I was wrong about Siakam. Mm. I was wrong about the Raptors. Mm. The Raptors got it. Mm. Can we talk about the MVP race? Because uh, I think I said that LeBron still had one more MVP season in him, and he's is he a candidate, I think? No. Uh, no. Luka no. Doncic is going to win the MVP. Like no, I, said I said at the beginning of the year. I said a candidate. Really? I didn't say he was going to win. Are you going to bark off that tree right now with this dude? Like, he, he called Luka Doncic. Uh, Luka, I said, said Luka was going to be an MVP. Yeah, and now you're trying to tell me LeBron. No, no. Because I can't just give you the Raptors. You're trying to double down on LeBron right now. How the hell do you think that was going to go? Luka, the, Luka's out there looking the like a modern day. Uh, I didn't say he's an MVP. I said that he's an MVP candidate. Luka, why couldn't you just no take? He was why couldn't be, you just take the Raptors thing and just fucking rock walk with it? <laughs> you had to double down on LeBron. Like no. Luca's out here looking like a modern day Larry Bird. Man. Fucking yeah, he's he does. Why, why is he gonna be Larry Bird? Because he's white. No, man. <laughs> I hate that shit. Because he can pass. He can rebound. That's exactly what Larry used to do. Yeah, but he's averaging. So I've been told. Huh? He's averaging nearly a triple double. Larry never averaged a triple double. Yeah, he's he's a modern. He's he's okay. Give me. He's a modern day what then? He's just, he's just a Luke. He's, he's, he's a modern day Magic Johnson. No, <laughs> I would say Magic Johnson. Elgin Baylor. No, Elgin Baylor. Not Elgin Baylor. Oscar Robinson. Dude, he's Larry, bro. He can shoot the three. He can pass at a high level. He can rebound. <sighs> How is he not Larry? Because he's white. He's Larry. No. Okay. That's like if I, I never called Dirk Larry. I hate when people say that about Dirk. I'm like Dirk doesn't play like Larry at all. Like Larry did a lot more things than just shoot. Dirk or score, I should say. Young Dirk was more like Larry than Luca. No, he wasn't. Young Dirk. Young Dirk was passing the way Luca is right now. That's what I'm talking about. Larry. Larry was a dope passer, but no one really remember, talks uh, about. I know, that. I Luka, know, Luka, but I mean, Luca, as tall as he is, he's that La- team's point guard. So of course he's gonna. He's Larry, can we talk about Luca real quick? Because this, this start Larry to the like, season is un, un, un. Larry was like a point guard before they got DJ. But but Luca, Luca, this is his second year in the NBA, and he's legitimate. Every night, it's must see by fucking basketball. Absolutely, man. yo. This uh, like I averaged. I don't want to call it so much, man. I went, I went to that game, but unfortunately, I missed it. I, I was kind of bummed that they were what playing, happened. They're playing the Mavericks that night. I had to go to. I went to Springfield College. Back to Springfield College that. Oh night. yeah, you did miss. Yeah, it. yeah. See you next year, Luca. Yeah. Well, yeah. Go ahead. What were you gonna say? No, I'm just saying what what Luca's doing You're out not there. Going to Dallas. And, like, guy and, comes once a year. What Luca's doing out there in Dallas right now is ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. And with that team. With Porzingis playing like a C minus player right now, <laughs> Porzingis, bro. Yo, he's seven two, right? Yeah, yeah. 
or seven one. He's averaging thirty eight percent from the field. How is that fucking possible? <laughs> because he's he's playing he's playing like <laughs> get, you know what get though. In the paint. I, Yo, I have to give him this. I have to give him the this. ball in the hoop, bro. He hasn't played basketball in like a year and a half. Like the Knicks fucked him up a little bit. You know what I mean? So being out of basketball activities for over a year affects basketball players. Yeah. Hmm. Shit. But you know what? Luca's making like Dorian Finney Smith look like an NBA player, man. It's crazy. Yeah, they look like a playoff team for sure. But let's find out who the Suns are gonna play next week. Yeah, let's find out. Couple couple big games there, Sean. What you got for us, man? Let's get into our segment. All get right. into your segment. Excuse let's get me. into it. Let's get into it. Okay. Sean, what we got? Sing us out, bro. What's going on? What we got? Huh? <laughs> Alright, alright, what the fuck is going on here tonight? Jesus Christ. That beat though. Thank you, Target, for bringing that beat back. Uh, yo, tell the story while I'm getting the games up. Uh, the story of, of that beat? Yeah, what you told me. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's from, it's from 1977. I wasn't around. You know Donna I mean? Summer? Is that what we're talking about? Donna Summer. She's from, she's from Dotchester. She's from the Dot Kid. Oh, really, Dot? Yeah. What <laughs> fucking street kid? She know my mother, Dot? <laughs> she's from Fields Corner, kid. Oh, shit. <laughs> Don't you hate that? Where are you from? You from Boston, bro? Yo, do you know my friend Todd? Like, <laughs> nah, man. I don't oh, bro. Todd? <laughs> you ain't from Boston, yo. You ain't from Boston. Like, like no last name or nothing. Well, my boy Mark. You know Mark? No, you don't know fucking Todd. You ain't from fucking Boston, man. You're from Boston, yeah, man. You're full of shit. You don't know Todd or Mark? You say no. They're like, you sure? Yeah, man. Pretty sure. You know him? There's uh, 1.5 million people that live in the greater Boston area. <laughs> Seriously. So I'm going to nah, say this yo, probably. If you don't know Mark. You ain't from Boston. Yeah. <laughs> right. What are you, one of those Watertown quests? <laughs> <laughs> you from Charlestown? Yeah. You, 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 you fucking claim Boston, but you're not oh, from Boston? Oh, let me guess. You're from fucking Stoneham, huh? Uh, well, fucking, not close enough, huh? Fucking Medford. What are you from? Fucking, fucking Medford. From, from fucking Rockland? <laughs> Yo, don't fuck with Rockland, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Rockland don't claim Boston. Rockland claims Rockland, baby. Yeah, that's way down there. I was picking spots that were like closer to Boston. Yeah. What are you from, Quincy? Yeah, Quincy would be. You think you think you think you're tough? Cause you're from the South Shore? No, well, I'm fine. I'm from the fucking South Shore. Yeah, I think I'm thinking I'm tough. Which you ain't tough. Fuck out of here. Oh, you think you're from the fucking city? So you fucking cool, man? What the fuck? That's what we're doing with it. You and your fucking one way in, one way out, fucking yeah, Route Three, baby. Whack ass city. Fucking Route fucking Three. Your fake beach over there, Walston. Yeah, don't fuck with Walston. Nantasket Beach. It's a fucking gem. But it ain't Quincy, though. That's up in Hull. Stow. You need to fucking know Hull. All right, let's look ahead. Let's look ahead. Let's look ahead. All right. So, Celtics is going to be playing some basketball Friday night. The night to excite. The night to <laughs> the feel night all right. To get hype. Everybody's going to grab a knife. You guys should never rap again. <laughs> Drink <laughs> some going. Bud Lights. <laughs> And maybe start a fight. Oh! In 1982, that would have been fire. But <laughs> <laughs> and I went to my mother's for pasta. 
<laughs> Nothing's funnier than like those early in the eighties. Could, could, no. <laughs> could you a sucker MC? Yeah. <laughs> and that's no lying. I come down the street and I'm <laughs> I don't even know. And I'm just trying to buy in <laughs> on this poker game that I saw on the street. Man, look at this dude. He think he cool. Man, I look at him and he's a straight fool. <laughs> oh. Everyone's like, oh. <laughs> She's a sucker. I rhyme with the best. <laughs> now, I, you ain't the best because I'm the best. I ain't got no time for no sucker MCs. <laughs> the sucker fool out my face. Get on your knees <laughs> and take it in the face. All right. <laughs> it's Causeway Street Volume 1 coming at you this Christmas. Pick it up. iTunes, Spotify, everything. All right, fuck. Am I looking ahead? I just chucked my fantasy fucking team. That's how much we fucking went off. Fucking boom, 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 boom. Hey. Hey. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we own Causeway. Yeah, we just... <laughs> <laughs> Yo, get our Kangol hats right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, where's, where's Bismarck? Yo, we need him, bro. Where's Bismarck? We need him. All right. No rapping. <laughs> so let's play the Nuggets. Oh, baby. You. <laughs> oh, it's time to avenge that loss that happened in Denver. Now, hold on. Campus, this is, this Campus is going a, off. This is a big game. This is a big, big, big game for the Celtics. In my opinion, this is bigger than the Kings game because they had to avenge that Kings loss, which they just barely did at home. Now you have to avenge the Nuggets loss. Apparently, that that shot shouldn't have counted. The Marcus Smart uh, floater. Well, doesn't matter. According to the NBA, it did. So I think the question is: Do the Celtics limit the Nuggets from scoring 120 or 115 or so? Because that's what they do. You know what? And I actually look at this matchup between uh, Murray and Jalen Brown. I think I'm going to get what I wanted to see a couple weeks ago. Like those two kind of went at it those last couple of minutes of the game. But I want a full on battle. I want to see like Jalen Murray versus Jalen Brown. Yes, yes. Why'd you do that? I want another 30 point game from Jalen. I want them going back and forth, fourth quarter. Here it comes. ISO, it's like Jalen, Garden, Jamal. Exactly. Oh, okay. Same draft class. Go, I you're going to go the other way. I thought he was going to, you know, take another shot at, uh, JB. Well, I mean, Jamal Murray's a better player and the Celtics should have drafted him, but oh, I mean, geez. it is what it is. They drafted Jalen Brown and, you know, you can get the third best player in the draft. See what you did? Pick number three. That's fine. You said the same thing about Buddy Hill. Do you still believe that? I still believe Buddy Hill's a better player. Speaking than of which, about. did you write that piece just to, just to get Dujay here going? No, no, I didn't. Beautifully written as it was. Fired up. Beautifully written as it was on Cosmic Nah, Sway deep down was a Buddy Hill guy though that year. You were a Buddy Hill guy too that year. No, no, no. You were. I said between the two. How many people I got into it because of that damn article? But go ahead. Is that right? (laughs) No, at the at the time I said between the two. I said Jalen Brown was the better fit, but Buddy Hill's three point shot could be what gets the Celtics to to draft them. But you. You remember the mock draft? I said, no, so this, this is the guy they should pick. You did pick Jalen Brown. Brown. Jalen Brown. I laughed in your cut. face. Yeah. And, and I laughed in your face. And you got so mad. You were like, if the Celtics draft Jalen Brown, be I'm going to be so mad. And I've been pissed since they drafted him. So you got to give me at least Bro. some credit for consistency. Bro, you wanted, you wanted them to draft. <laughs> That's true. Dragon Bender, bro. No, Dragon. No, no. He was on his high horse when he said that, though. I don't think that was Dragon true. Bender was like an early mock you draft. Said, you did say Chris Dunn, though. He's in the G League now. You did, you did I want, did like Chris Dunn. You did like Chris Dunn, probably. Yes, we did see Dragon Bender at the Creek. Which, which, which would have been a colossal mistake. But, hey, Chris, Chris Dunn, not that he's been playing lights out, I think has shown flashes in the league. 
I think him getting drafted by Minnesota. Yeah, so was Jalen Brown, though. So what, what are you what are you making a case for this dude? What are you talking about? Uh, who was the number about? one guy I wanted in that year, though? <laughs> number one guy I wanted. Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray. Yeah. He's played pretty freaking well against the Celtics in his career. Yeah. I mean, if there's one team that he's come that to they, play against, he's it's been the Celtics. It dates back to last, like, last year. Too. Like, it's, it's very strange because you watch the Nuggets against other teams, and Jokic is like the guy on every every time I watch the Nuggets. Jokic is the guy. But against the Celtics, it's Murray. Yeah, Murray, Murray's always the guy. Murray had a career high last season, forty eight points. Yeah, and and Jokic is sort of like, oh, okay, like I'm, uh, uh, maybe I'll flirt with a double double, but he's not like doing everything crazy. Yeah, he's also not keeping himself in shape. Clearly. He also got in a fight with Marcus Morris. Did he really? Yeah, yeah, he got what? a little scuffle with Marcus Morris. Who hasn't gone in a fight with Marcus Morris? Uh, That's probably a shorter list. Yo, Morris Sway gives, hasn't. Morris gives <laughs> zero fuck. Not yet. Sway loves Morris him. gives zero fucks this year. He's just out there trying to get that paper. That's what this yeah. year is all about. All right, that's what it's all about. All right, signed that one year deal to get fifteen. Is that mil, on the record? And he's gonna make a, <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna make a case for himself to get to get a bigger payday. What do you mean? What's on the record? I said, is that on the record? Is that a direct quote from Marcus Morris? That's what it's all about. It's all about the paper. Oh. Probably. <laughs> so I asked him that. No, I'll say this though about he, uh, Buddy, Buddy Heald and Jamal Murray. Clearly, they get motivated every time they play the Celtics because they probably felt they like, know they got yeah, passed they up. Got passed yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, they got passed up. Exactly. Yeah, that's so a good that's, point. That's a, that's a clear thing, but I don't, but I think I just love when people when they saw the article, they just automatically assumed because the way it was questioned, the way it was yeah, the, phrased yeah, that, that I was I was signing with Buddy Heald. No, it's it's yeah. part of the like, yo, read the article. Yeah. Like, if you read it, you know which like, side I'm on. <laughs> Like the not even the backlash, but the the back and forth with people yeah. on that was just like no, why? Because you just had one game. No, that's, like, how, that's how you get clicks, bro. That's yeah. how you get clicks. All right, you put that title up there. We ain't about that life here yeah, on Causeway Street. No, but the the fact that people were choosing sides, and it's like, wait a second, it's like, have you not been watching Jalen Brown for the last three years, right. four years, or right. have you been? And how, how, realistically, how many Kings games do you really, you know what I'm saying, that you watched? See, that's the thing, though. To most, get that. To most get that. NBA fans, they're always going to drool over the shooters. That's what yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're right. You're right. And what what kills me is number one option and shooting, like, in the low 40s, percentage-wise, right? Yeah. And not, Jay- from, not from beyond the arc, though. Yeah, they, you know, from beyond the arc, and yeah, he's at this, he's at about the same. It's like forty percent. Oh, it's in the forties. Oh, oh, in the forties. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, oh, they said outside oh. the forties. No, I said low forties. Low. Oh, okay, got you, buddy. Healed, healed. Right, number one option. And <laughs> Good now, bro. He's one of the top shooters, actually. Yeah, Jalen Brown. I hear you, but but Jalen Brown's about forty. Volume, seconds, but I'm not with done. volume though. No, but listen though, that's what I'm about to say. That was, that was my next point. He only takes two more shots than Jalen Brown, and Jalen Brown's shooting forty-seven, forty percent. Yeah, averaging, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. Averaging about the same. It's about efficiency. Yeah. But I'm talking about because buddy, average, buddy, buddy averages, Heel, buddy Heel, because they're averages. Averages, averages. Because someone, averages. someone, someone said that to me one time. But also, if you look at volume from behind the arc, I mean, Buddy Hill's shooting over forty percent behind the arc. Maybe Jalen Brown is too. But Buddy Hill probably takes like mad more shots than Jalen Brown behind I the arc. I just told you he only takes two more shots more yeah. than per Jaylen, game, bro. Per game, yes. Look it up. I guarantee you. Just, just attempts. Yeah, two more attempts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't believe it. I'm gonna need to see it on paper. All phone, right, who's next? Puts his phone away. Oh, fuck. <laughs> He's like, oh, shit. They're I fucking forgot that I was still doing this, bro. Yeah, man. You only mentioned one game, bro. Oh, He's like, that's shit. it, man. They're playing the Nuggets. See you guys next week. We'll be, we'll be podcasting again next week. Another Sean, league. no one gives a fuck about your fantasy, all right? Oh, but let's talk about how you drafted Oladipo and he still isn't fucking playing, huh? I mentioned that once. Twice. Okay? And you know what? I said that he'll be back before the year you ends. Up, you pick up Carmelo? And it looks like that's about to happen. Like, you no, know I didn't pick up Carmelo. Oh, you should have. You idiot. Oh, you didn't pick up Carmelo? No, no. What's wrong with you? How's Busevich doing? Huh? Busevich. He's shut up. 
out for a while. All right, Celtics going them. up against the Cavaliers. I did pick up Lonzo Ball though. Come on, Lonzo, get it together. Jesus. All right, Celtics Cavaliers. Cavaliers come to Boston. Took a flyer on them. The uh, the reigning 2018 Eastern Conference champions come to Boston. Big game right, on Monday guys, night. Guys, guys, Trish and Thompson, Kevin Love. Hey, Kevin Love's on my only, team. Only two, the only two players in the league averaging a double double on any team. Also, Della Dova Damn straight. is back. Oh, he was he was out. <laughs> well, he got traded to like the Bucks or some shit. He's back in Cleveland. Yeah, he's back year. in Cleveland. He's been back for a while, bro. This year, Mm-mm. got traded. He got traded for for um, Hill last season. Della Dova is back. <laughs> back in Boston, nice. Nah, but hey, Cavaliers got a little bit of squad there. Just kidding. No, they mm, fucking no, don't. Really. Yeah. Hey, hey, okay. That's a word. Just real quick. Do you think Kevin Love's gonna get traded, or do you think that he's just gonna stay in Cleveland and suck for the like? He went from like. Minnesota to now like Cleveland and it's the same situation. It's the same situation because he only had a couple years. It is the same situation, but like, is he going to get traded? Is he going to try to find a contender or what is he going to do? He's got three years. How many years left? Three years? Two years? Three, I think. Yeah, this, I, this, I think he's going to stay put. This for a and two while. more. It, that's hard to move that that contract yeah. next year. Is it that hard though? Next year though, it could happen. Next I year. mean, what about the Rockets? You th- no, like the Rockets? Hard. Yeah. Like, I, I, well, I was just going to say if if you're the, if the you're Miami the, Heat, if you look back and you th- think about what the Rockets did and, and, and moving Chris Paul, you can pretty much move anybody. You can move anybody if you can move Chris no, Paul. No, you can no, move no. anybody. Exactly. I'll say no for the Heat because the Heat they're trying to free up space for potentially trying to sign onto the Kumpo. I don't know if you guys saw that. By the way. No, we're getting off topic, but the Heat. When when do we ever do that? The Heat are a good team. Do you guys believe in that now or no? No, I'm not a believer still. Still, it's just, it's just, a, it's just a great start. I'm not saying it's not a great start. No, I think they're a good team. I had a uh, a nice conversation with Jimmy Butler, so I'm sold now. Oh yeah, tell us about that. <laughs> no, I'm sold now. No, tell is Jimmy Butler a nice guy? He is. He is. He's a good dude. And was I right about Jimmy Butler the entire time? Um, but do I don't think that was the focal point of the argument, though. I, I think we all knew Jimmy oh, Butler. No, you we hated him because he was an Butler. asshole. No, we yeah, knew Jimmy Butler was gonna was gonna ball out, but we were no. You agreed to me we, that we you questioned agreed the rest that, of the team that he was an asshole, but you were like, you don't care. That's your whole thing. You like guys like that, like Demarcus Cousins, like smart to a certain extent. No, it's a good dude. Yeah. At least for now, we'll yeah. see. I don't think anybody's disputing him being, you know, a piece of shit. Uh, some people are not too crazy about personality. A lot of people do because yeah. because they're like, oh, yo, little play, you know, these fucking millennials out here, you know. <laughs> I mean, he finally found <laughs> a fucking te- Gen Z motherfuckers. <laughs> he finally found a team that like he's the leader of, and everyone is like, I just falling in. They're like, all right, yeah, we're gonna listen to this dude. Okay, cool. He, you know, when he was in Minnesota, they were like, no, we're not gonna listen to you. Whatever, talk yeah. shit all you want. Uh, uh, listen, uh, we're the coach here, okay, Jimmy. <laughs> uh, anyways. Celtics then come. This is like a Eastern Conference little rodeo here after the Nuggets game. You got the Cavaliers in Boston. You got the Celtics at Indiana. Indiana's been a little bit of a a jumpstart team. That's a good game. And then uh, closing out the uh, first, I don't know, run of the year of games, Celtics play the 76ers on Thursday the 12th at Boston. Al Horford back in Boston. And then, hold on, listen to this. Let's get to the video. After this game. I will get to that in a second. After this game, the Celtics have Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday off. Yeah, that's the uh, that's that five days that um, all teams get at some point throughout their. There's no basketball season. during that time. 
No, I'm talking. No, like every team. It's every like the NFL. It's like they're by. You yeah. just you just freaked out. Seriously, Yo, bro. What don't am worry. I gonna do? It's you fucking can, December. Bro. I can't watch basketball. You can, bro, you can bro. still make some money those days. Don't worry. That's only that's only after the All Star game where everyone is off for like a week. I apologize. I should have known that. You freaked me out a little bit. Jesus. They got their five little stretch. So, hey, Celtics, Sixers, we may not get on the mics before this game. Big game back in Boston. Little revenge game for the Celtics. Al Horford's return. Yeah. A lot of things to talk about. What do, what, what do, you, what is, what do you guys feel about this game? Uh, if you look at the 76ers the past few weeks, you have to look at their flaws. You know, they come up a short. A lot of them. There's they a lot of flaws. They come up short and, uh, against a lot of big teams. Uh, oh, yeah, they, they do. went on the road. Joel on, Oh, they don't went on the road. Joel Embiid went scoreless a week ago. You have, you have to think that's sort of lingering in his head a bit. Are you guys going to admit or or no? What? No, not yet. Not yet. No, no. no. They're still a really good team. They're still a good team. Bro, what? Bro, they're 10-0 and at home. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. They're fucking weekend warriors then? <laughs> they're fucking front runners? Like, great. Beat 10-0 at home. Celtics are also undefeated at home. So I know, but I'm just saying. Wait, like... But they also are pretty good on the road, too. Yeah. Again, it's the same conversation we talked about in the past. Like, who's going to close out these games? Tobias Harris? Uh, you know what I mean? Wait, can you at least give me Tobias Harris? I mean, Tobias Harris... Has sucked this year. You know what? It's almost good in the sense of the last two years, his track record has been he balls out but, for the first couple of months and then fizzles out. Yeah. So but maybe Richardson he'll do the opposite been, this year. Josh Richardson, I will say. Josh Richardson has been good. And he's an underrated defender, I feel like. Yeah. People don't give yeah. him enough credit for that. And, but Josh Richardson was also very good in Miami, and no one gave him credit. You didn't give him credit when he when because he got traded to I, Philly. I, I, I said he's not a shooter, and he's still not a shooter. But he's been shooting but and scoring. He can score. But he's not a sh- like that. That team lacks shooting and scoring. So if Josh Richardson is your scorer slasher, like go to, you're fucked. That's why he was like. But he's not. I'm just saying that. I like, know, but he is. he was better so, than advertised. He's been better than advertised. Fine, but the right. Philly's been way worse than advertised. Either way, I see a nail biter, and I'm picking the Celtics. So I got the Celtics. Those will be the Celtics. in that game. Yeah, same. hands down. Yeah, I think it's gonna be ugly. This episode of the Causey Street Podcast is powered by BetOnline.ag. Football and basketball seasons are in full swing. Get in the game with our exclusive sports betting partners, BetOnline.ag. Sign up today, and you get that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you enter the promo code CLNS50. That's BetOnline.ag. Every spread, every total, every winner or loser, straight bet, parlay, or you can tease your way through the season. And because of BetOnline.ag, you can actually make some money on some prop bets, including who will make the college football playoff? Who will win the NFL MVP? Get the fastest to market odds, updates, and payouts with our new sportsbook partners, betonline.ag. Head over to betonline.ag on your mobile device, or you can join online at betonline.ag. Use the promo code CLNS50, and you receive your 50% welcome bonus. That's betonline.ag. Don't forget the promo code CLNS50. You get that 50% welcome bonus. All right, let's get back to the College Street Podcast. What's the record for the week, though? What do you got? That Nuggets game is going to be tough. That Nuggets game is going to be really tough because the Celtics, I, I feel like the Celtics never beat the Nuggets in the past yeah, couple of years. It always goes down. Yeah, it goes down to the wire. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna say. Since the George Kyle days. I'm going to say fucking for another. <laughs> All right. Because I do think Gordon's going to come back. I think Gordon's going to be back for that. I think Gordon's coming back Wait, three no, for right? the Philly game. No, 4-0. You got Nuggets on Friday, 
Were you fucking listening? Nuggets, Cavs, and Philly. You forgot about the Pacers, bro? Oh, yeah, dude. This guy doesn't even listen to my segment. You know what I mean? I'm over here fucking <laughs> waiting on his fucking every Don't word. Don't you hate that when, you know, you're, crazy. you're being asked to repeat things? It's so crazy. That's man. insane, it's bro. It's insane. Who like, does that? It's insane. You know, you Wait, know what I mean? Who are the Celtics playing? They're playing. Uh, <laughs> I just fucking said it. Rewind the tape, bro. I'll rewind the tape. Three and one. See, I think I think the reason why I say four and oh is because I think Hayward's going to come back for that Philly game. No, I don't think so. Marcus will be there though for sure. Oh, Hayward, Hayward. I think they're gonna have full squad versus Philly. Joel, what do you think? Three and one. Okay, that's pretty good. So you know who they lose to? The Pacers. Philly. Good. I think they lose to the Cavs. Just because it's like one of those games where the Cavs play their hearts out. Joel just ripped off his shirt and he's got a Colin Sexton jersey on his <laughs> shirt over there. It's weird. It's and weird. They didn't even know they made those. No, they've yet to lose to a team that's under 500 and that that's going to happen at some point. So why not, yeah, why not happen not, now? I'm not giving Cleveland that though. No, I ain't giving Cleveland that neither. It's in, in Boston, no way. I think it's the... Uh, They'll lose on, on the road to like Devontae Graham going off and like the Charlotte or some shit the Charlotte. later in the year. You know? <laughs> the Charlotte. <laughs> oh, Miles Bridges or some shit? My, oh, the, Terry Rosier have like a 40 point game. Yeah, and, man. And like, yeah, I'm done for the rest of the Rose. By the way, he's he's not out. having a good year. Yeah, he hasn't been great. He's Devon- been up and down. He's been your up and boy, down. your boy Devontae's been showing him off. Devontae Graham's been yeah. balling. Yeah, he's balling out. You know what I love? Uh, so, you know, obviously you try to follow the NBA, it's hard to do sometimes. Tell us, tell us what you love, Sean. The NBA puts out those Facebook things with like it just shows like the person and their stat line and the best player in the game <laughs> or the winning team. Now, that shit keeps me up to date with like what's going on. And it also makes me See, like, bad teams have a lot of people that go for 30 points. Yeah. Like, there's the pe- people score 30 points every night. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> and we're sitting here like, oh, can Jalen average 20 points a night? Like, yeah. He's on a bad <laughs> team. Like, he definitely would. He's like, man. I'm thinking Denver or Indy. They're, they're going to get that L. One of those. Oh, two and two? No, no. Either one. Oh, okay. Either one. You're not going to pick one? Good. All right. Well, we missed Joel. Wait, did you get that right? Three and one, you said? He said oh, okay. three and one, but he's got two potential losses. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just fucking pick one, right, Joel? Am I right? <laughs> you know? See this guy sitting on the fence over here. At least, you know, at least I was brave enough to say the fucking Cavs are going to beat exactly. him. Well, yeah, stupidly, but brave, you know? <laughs> All right, the Nuggets. Nuggets, thanks, fuck thanks, yeah. Both of you. The Nuggets. Nuggets, all right. Nuggets to win. All right, thank you. Good job. Okay, Thank you there, Charles Barkley, with a backhanded compliment. I appreciate that. All right, so that was... The longest looking ahead ever. of... Looking ahead. Oh, 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 oh. Sean's looking ahead. Joel's feeling it too. See, nicely done. Nicely That's done. good, man. Nice done. At least the intros and the outros were pretty good. All right. So now it's time for in case you know. <laughs> <laughs> No one is going to understand any of this no, joke. Somebody will get it. Somebody always uh, does. Our last, our somebody last, always our does. last episode, we, we, uh, we, we intro, in case you missed it, was pretty good. I, I, I still haven't listened to last episode. You have to yet. say that That's fast, too. In case you missed it. <laughs> I see him. I see him. I In case you missed in case you missed it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a few ways. It's a few ways. And you're welcome, listeners. You're gonna have that song stuck in your head for a week now. <laughs> <laughs>
Damn you, Target. <laughs> In case you missed it. In case you missed it. In case you missed it. All right. In case you missed it, the Rockets have officially protested to the NBA. They're lost to the Spurs after Harden's dunk did not count, and they want to replay the end of the game. For those of you who don't know, that's not how any of this works. That's not how this shit works. No, that's not. Well, it's true. That's not how this shit works. But uh, in that game, with 7.50 left, I believe, when uh, Harden, quote-unquote, missed the dunk and touched the rim. No, that's not what happened. If you see the replay, clearly dunks it. But the way he dunks it, the ball went through the hoop twice. And, like, the the net went on top of the of the hoop. So it looked like he had touched the rim after the fact. Right. And that's it not really didn't look that way. Though. No, no, I know, but I'm when when you see the replay, no, obviously you don't see you don't see that. But they did replay it, right? No, they didn't though. That's the thing. They, they no one challenged oh, it. So no one challenged it. No one challenged they it. They didn't repeat it. You have a certain amount of time. I don't think you can challenge. No, you a, have a certain a amount of make, time, right? You can, you, I don't think you can challenge like the the ball that, going the fucking hoop. That's just it though. Like there's so many fucking weird things, right? Like loopholes when it comes to these coaches' challenges. It's like, all right, is it right? what? Yeah. What can we? What can we challenge and what are we not supposed to challenge? Or yeah, I, th- that would probably. There was a certain amount of time to challenge, and I if mean, you don't, then it's done. Who would think to put in the rule book, like, hey, you can challenge if the ball went in the hoop? You know what I mean? Like, right. they probably didn't even think about it. They were like, right, so, you can't challenge a missed shot. Like, that doesn't make any sense. All right, so here's, here's the, uh, uh, I guess you want to call it the official, like, statement from the Houston Rockets, okay? So. Oh, well, is it in, um, Mandarin? Is it, no, it's not in Mandarin. Why would, oh, then, it, be, why would it be in Mandarin, bro? Because they're trying to you know, talk to Beijing. Men, men fences. No. No. The Houston Rockets are officially protesting Tuesday's 135-133 loss to the San Antonio Spurs, emphasizing that James Harden's dunk not being counted was a misapplication of the rules, resulting in an incorrect score and not a judgment called by the officials. Okay? They filed the deadline 48 hours after the game, right? All right. So at that point, when that, that dunk was taken away, the Rockets still had a 104-89 lead. 7.50 left in the game. Okay, Mike and Mike uh, D'Antoni's attempt to challenge the call for whatever reason, I guess they, he took too long to challenge it. But that, 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 that Mike, I don't want to step on your toes. Man. Yeah, no, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Ask, ask Doc the Rivers. game went to fucking double overtime. <laughs> ask, ask, ask Doc Rivers about that because he'll. I'm just or saying, Brad, or Brad Stevens, or Brad. Like Brad how many? Is, so, he's already said I'm uh, done with fucking challenges. This, this is this Literally, is my this is my thing though. How many times do you see like an offensive foul that should have been a charge and the guy scores? Right, that's two points. And if that game goes to double overtime, no one's whining and bitching and complaining. They're like, oh, right. oh, no. Well, yeah. Oh, this game's not a protest. Yeah, but see, yeah. I never believed in that, though. Like, I, I'm not the type of person who believes that, like, oh, if, if you mess up a call with four minutes left, that, oh, those two points could have saved the game yeah, because the game. Yeah. there's exactly. so many different variables. So because many different they need scenarios. to try to do this game plan changes for the other team. Exactly. Yeah. Especially, especially in this case. Right. If, if this is at the end of the game, you know, end of the regulation. Last shot, the last shot. Yeah. That's different. Then I get it. Right, right. It's like, oh man, that call back in the second quarter, man. You know, we would have won this game. This we could have fucking had it. It's if like, you no, if not, you just would have made change. that free throw in yeah. the second quarter, right. we would have won. You know, <laughs> I doubt. I doubt when the Rockets had a double digit lead that they mentally just collapsed. We're like, oh man, yeah. that dunk should have counted, man. I, I can't get over that dunk. We're emotionally not 
sound to keep this lead. But the NBA makes it worse by saying, yeah, we fucked up. Well, they, they no, but the, it. Well, it was no, obviously according, fucked up, man. The, went, the bucket went through. That's according true. to the Rockets. <laughs> like, they couldn't be like, no, man, we were just right. Don't, just don't talk about it. <laughs> just keep it moving. Like, no, right? well, then, oh, jeez, what are we? This is like Beijing, oh, Hong Kong now, man. Jesus. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> democracy, all right? Keep it moving, right? <laughs> Keep it fucking moving. The ball didn't go in. You're like, yeah, the like ball. The ref, like the refs always say to the coaches when they start complaining, game's over, coach. That's it. <laughs> like, just forget it. According to the ref's uh, explanation, coaches have 30 seconds to have a, <laughs> have, decide, a have a play review. To decide if you want to lose the timeout or not. Exactly. So according to the ref, they exceeded that 30 seconds. You know, the reason why they're protesting is because the basket interference call was not made contrary to what what the referee told them post game. Yeah, because I think they just thought it went out of bounds, right? That was the call on the court, I thought, which is out of bounds. But either way, either way, I mean, the one thing that stood out to me in this whole thing. No, is, but no, no, no. The uh, ball didn't go out, the ball, yeah, the ball went out of bounds because Harden, you see Harden try to get the ball bounds, yeah. and it went out of bounds. But, off, off him. But it wasn't, the, the point is, no call was made. Right. And they're saying, why, why are you, why Should are you saying that that, that should, that didn't count? That should have counted. Hey, in another note, in another note, um, D'Antoni's teeth, bro? You guys see those, oh, shit, those chompers, bro? Those chompers. Bob Ryan thing again. Yeah, uh, no, he's got, he's got, he's got, he's got what Bob Ryan wishes he had. <laughs> like, I just watched him. I watched him. Like, uh, for some reason, <laughs> he was yelling at the ref, and all I could fucking see is like, ding, 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 ding. It's like, damn, those are like, how much is he getting paid? Like, a couple million dollars a year. That's a couple million dollar teeth right there, man. Jesus. <laughs> They're like falling out of his mouth, but, you know, he's hanging on. All right, what else we miss? All right, in case you missed it, congrats to uh new Trailblazers forward Carmelo Anthony for winning Western Conference Player of the, of the Week. I swear he should have picked him up in his fantasy league. And he should have because now he no, has – But he didn't. He I has stand a, by my decision. He has a fully guaranteed contract by hey, the Blazers. Hey, Cash is getting some money now. Yo, it's like you said from the beginning, this isn't a, uh, this isn't a uh, Yo, farewell me, tour, okay? Tell, He's t- here to stay. Tell me you saw that fucking <laughs> lie, Anthony. What happened? Oh, when she was taking video and FaceTime. Will you say what's up to Cash? <laughs> yeah, that's all I can think of. She's up. Hey, hey, hey. Should, she shouldn't have been there, bro. She shouldn't have been there. She's no longer with us. Yeah, she's no longer with us. She's no longer with us, man. Yeah, man. But you know what? Yo, she's Keisha, probably, Keisha's gone, bro. Keisha's now. in power heaven, bro. I think Keisha's now in like WITSEC and like. Carmelo's really the baby. You know what's yeah. funny though? Oh, that's why that's why they're in Portland. You never, <laughs> you, 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 you never found out who the baby daddy was of Cash. You, you did though. You saw him, but you just didn't know his name. What's we didn't even know about. Well, we kind of knew about Cash, but yeah. we first time we oh, saw yeah, him after that. Yeah, after yeah. that, when yeah. he dropped him off, when, yeah. when he, he asked yeah. Tom, he asked Tommy like, "Yo, you ever? Oh, gonna, that was like you a gonna famous, see him again? That yeah, was yeah, like yeah, a famous like CSI dude, right? Yeah, no, 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 not CSI. Grey's Anatomy, dude. Grey's Anatomy. He's like, are you gonna? You gonna come see Cash again? He's like, nah, probably not. <laughs> I'm fucking a, a multi-million dollar drug dealer, so you don't want me. You don't want me around. Probably better this way. It's probably better for all of us. <laughs> no, probably not. You, 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 you actually want me to be around? I don't, I don't get what you. He's like, are we, are we supposed to hang out? <laughs> Thomas, like, I, I just met this fucking kid two months ago, man. I'm and good. if I hang out with him, he's gonna sell drugs to me. So <laughs> right. you want that? Don't even get me started with what Therese's doing right now, right? <laughs> <laughs> this thing's going to go off the rails. Trust me. You don't want this. <laughs> uh, Therese oh. killed the guy. Oh, and by, 
Under my mentorship. Yeah, so. Under my mentorship. He's not even my kid. He's my, I mean, <laughs> he's like, he's not even my kid. I, we, I, all I try to do is play video games with a kid, and all of a sudden, he's out there killing people. I mean, I'm, I just, you know. And then stealing my product. After that. <laughs> and I'm going to go kill him now. <laughs> and he lied to me about it. On top of all that. Power, everybody. Power. That was a that was our rendition of power. They say this is a big rich town. Yo, but when, the, that's going to be the new version when he comes When Lala was just holding the phone, I was like, yo, that's cash on the fucking phone. <laughs> yo, you know what she says, though? That the character that plays cash and, and her actual son do look alike. And they were cool in real life. <laughs> Sounds about right. There you go. Melo's the father of both of them. Oh jeez! The Grey's Anatomy dude doesn't even know that Carmelo has his kid. Yo, I'm rooting for I'm rooting for Melo. Come on, Mello. I'm rooting for Melo too. Let's we go. had a whole fucking podcast about Melo. You we were did. not rooting for Melo. You were like, no, he's done. He's not gonna you know play ever again. But no, that, that was when we talked about life. him coming to the Celtics. Yeah. <laughs> That's when no, Sean no, no, reacted no, no, that no, way. No, no, no. <laughs> when we had you, I, I forget why you weren't on that episode, but we talked about yes. when he when he was on first take early like the end of the summer when he was pleading his case. Yes, when he was talking to you know. To Stephen A. about how Houston did him dirty, and they did. And Sean was like, "Nah, man, he's done. He ain't coming back." You know, I don't know why we're talking about him. And I'm like, "Oh, because it's uh, it was a you know slow news week that particular week." But I was like, you know, he still has shit. He still has a lot to offer to any any squad. And look what he's doing for the Blazers. So good for him. And by the way, the Eastern Conference Player of the Week was Giannis onto the Kumpo. All right, all right, well deserved. Okay. In case you missed it, guys, I don't know if we spoke about this. I think Sean might have brought up a few episodes ago. Um, Kevin Garnett about to make his movie debut. Yes. Okay. I didn't bring this up, did I? About the um, the Adam Sandler movie. Cuts some cuts. Oh yeah, I brought it up. Yeah. Uncut right. gems. Yeah. All right. So they had their close enough. They had their uh, movie premiere in New York, and by the way, they're coming to Boston Sunday, I believe, at the new the new theater at the TD Garden. Oh, we in which, there? Uh, yeah. Yo, let's, let's go. go. We have yo, to get the Pats get the, game. Yo, but get them. Get them. <laughs> get them passes, bro. We are up in there, yo. Yeah, let's do it. I look into it. What Adam, time's the, Adam, what Adam time's Sandler, Kevin Garnett. I'm, I'm in. What time's the showing? 10:30 a.m. No, it's like at four. Oh, the pass right, game's at four. Right during the pass game. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Come on, man. <laughs> he's like, he's like, work with me here, bro. He said, oh, the pass game's at four. <laughs> come to the after party. Come around by. If you're not drunk enough, I, I, I know, I know, I just said that. If you're not drunk enough, but, come through. <laughs> but the Pats are playing at four. He's no, like, but I'm saying afterwards. Sean said, but I'll be drinking by 10 a.m. <laughs> It's gonna work. Like, I'll be tailgating when it's like you know below zero. What, what, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, the premiere that happened in New York, Kevin Garnett, you know, was interviewed and asked about Kyrie Irving, and was he surprised that he ended up going to the Brooklyn Nets? And Mister Big Ticket said, "You're gonna need about that life." No. Yeah. Firm. No. Not surprised. Surprised he didn't say that. Boston is a tough dog. There's a tough. Town dog, <laughs> sorry, it's comma. I didn't see the comma. My bad. Boston is a tough. It's a tough dog. I, I gotta talk like him. Hold on. Boston is <clears> tough <throat> dog. Town dog. Town. Boston is a tough town dog. Garnett told reporters <laughs> in, in New York, "You got to want that. The people that want it for you. That's why Paul Pierce is perfect for it. <laughs> Paul wants a shot every time. Like, yo, you're old for fourteen, and he's like, I know, but they want it." In quote. Hell yeah, we want it. Yo, see, let me get to that part over here. Hold on. Even Kevin Garnett knows that the whole problem with the Celtics last year was Kyrie Irving. By the way, can we, is this a good segue to talk about just thoughts about Kyrie Irving's return? Because, <laughs> no. uh, 
No, because he didn't. He didn't do it. So, well, the the lack of the the signs were good. Can't find another. But I also think said. that there was you know the coward signs like great. But there's a fucking market, man, for those shirts that we want to make. There's a fucking market. Yeah, you got to wait till next year, I guess. You they come back again. You didn't get on it, bro. That's not gonna happen. Well, anyway, basically, KG said. That Kyrie didn't have the cojones. What about that quote? Yeah, I was gonna say, get to the, get to the, I'm gonna find, I couldn't, I I had it, I thought I had it. No, no, that's true, that's what he said, I read that. Yeah, but it's like the actual, like. Yeah, no, that's what I was waiting for. You know what? Gonna have the cojones to play in Boston. KG is speaking the truth, obviously. We all agree with that, um, clearly. I I just think when you look at someone like, man enough. When you look at someone like Kevin Garnett, it's just polar opposite of Kyrie Irving, so it's like, of course he feels this way. Well, it's the same reason he, even if he wasn't going, going to play, why not come to Boston? Just to get it out of the way. Get it out of the way. Show your face. Right. Like yeah, people, like, is people, he never going to play in Boston ever? Like people, Kevin unless, would, unless they're playing in the playoffs. Kevin well, would embrace that. Yeah. Right. Kevin would embrace it. Boomy. Kobe would embrace like, it. Motivated. As much as, you know, Sean here LeBron would doesn't, like LeBron, doesn't like LeBron, but he embraces shit like that. Right. Kyrie's, Kyrie's, you know what I'm going to say. Well, say what you're going to say, bro. I mean, we haven't, we haven't been on since he, since he, you know. <laughs> Had his little, uh, he wrote his little novel on Instagram. The fact that he ducked <laughs> and then oh, you mean wrote when, what he wrote. You mean when he cried on Instagram, yeah. yeah. When he wrote what he wrote, I was like, there it is, man. That's what I was <laughs> fucking waiting for. Because I was like, see, all this stuff about. But do like, it in person, though. Oh, so, no, my no, no, grandfather, so, my grandfather. That's why they are. Like, he's, I was so, like, he's so vulnerable. It's like, just just say it. Hey, you guys hurt my feelings tonight. Just say that. Yeah. So, fuck you. Maybe you, <laughs> you, you fucking ruined right. a lot of our lives by fucking playing like <laughs> oh, an asshole. Oh, oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Bro, bro, People bro. that listen to this he, podcast. You ruined your life, bro. No, I didn't say my life. I'm saying there are diehard motherfucking Celtics fans. They didn't. Really? They got their lives ruined? Bro. There are people. Okay, there are people. Because then you're catering to what he's saying, which is that people put basketball as well, like the top tier of most important things in their lives. Have you met some people in like the Boston area? Yeah, okay, but is that is that on him? If that's the case, then you have a problem. <laughs> Seriously. I understand that. You know what I'm saying? Get a but, fucking okay, life. Okay. You know, hey, if you listen to this podcast, we enjoy. It. We, I, yeah. we appreciate you doing that. But you got you got to you know reassess if, some shit. Yeah, if Kyrie no, Irving, don't reassess if, shit if because Kyrie, of Kyrie Irving. If Kyrie Irving, ruined, no, 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 Kyrie Irving. if Kyrie, Kyrie Irving ruined your life, then yeah. you you your life sucks. Like yeah, but just just like think think about it. Think about the emotions. Like that's Kyrie, sad. Kyrie, that's Kyrie, but Kyrie Irving thinks. The, my, this is my thing from a rational fan's perspective, right? You just like, called Jalen Brown a pussy. Hold on, and now you're gonna try to. From Justify a, your feelings about how a, Kyrie Irving ruined your saying, life? From, uh, no, he didn't ruin my life. He ruined some people's lives, I'm sure, that are crazy fucking fanatics. But I'm just saying, from our perspective, like from a rational perspective, Kyrie Irving got signed. It was supposed to be the best thing ever. Got traded here. He didn't get signed here. Got traded here. And it was supposed to be the best thing ever. And then it was for a little bit, and then he got injured, and then we were like, oh, it's going to be okay because it's coming back next year, and we're going to have everything. And then, like, all of a sudden, he just fucking checks the fuck out like that is the biggest slap in the face you know what i mean like to a fan base that just wanted to win and was stoked when you got here you just go oh, i don't want to be here so fuck this i'm not gonna play i'm not gonna do this i'm gonna be an asshole then it, that's a slap in the face so you know what but it worked as out much as he though. wants to say that oh nba players they don't no one thinks about what it means to us like that whole thing <laughs> that whole thing bro you're an nba player you, you're an NBA superstar. Right. So out of any sport, 
out of any sport, you have the most power of anybody in any sport. But not only that, but let me ask you guys this. What's the worst thing that happened Wednesday night, last Wednesday night, the night before Thanksgiving, in regards to Kyrie Irving? He got called, you suck. He got called a coward. <laughs> he got booed. Like, bro. <laughs> I it, love the where's it, Kyrie, where's Waldo guy. That like, was yo, pretty I, cool. I think the three of us have heard worse things yeah. about us. Yeah. About us. About what we do. Yeah. We've, heard, we've heard worse. Sometimes, sometimes than, weekly. Than, sometimes than weekly Ky- on yeah. this podcast. We've heard worse. <laughs> we've heard worse. I call Joel a fucking pussy every day. And I would Not love. No, you don't. I, I would I love. Would I would love it if we all were insulted while making forty million dollars a year. Like you know what I mean. Like, but like, well, no, by making forty million dollars a year. Hear, hear me out though. Yes, it's not all about the money, but at the same time, it's like you signed up for this, bro. Yeah, you signed up for this limelight. You signed up for this life. You don't like it? Retire. Yeah, <laughs> take your no, money I, and go home. You're not gonna do that, don't right? Make Uncle Drew two, three, right? four, and just fucking yeah. see you later. Cause, cause, right, hold no, on, right, no, right. Don't no, no, put a gun to his head. Just correct me if I'm wrong, Florida, guys. Brooklyn. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's about the art of basketball, right? It, yeah, it's not. That's not what life's about. Yeah. Oh, if, if that's the case, if you're so hurt, if you're so offended, if you don't like this culture, if you don't like this, you don't like this life. Leave. Quit. Yep. Retire. Be no. out. You do the ultimate. Money. Do the ultimate mic drop and say, you know what? I'm not. I'm not about Instead this life. And just, I'm out. Instead, you know what? He could do that right now. It's his craft. Got a guaranteed guys, contract. It's his craft. It's his craft. It's about the art of it's basketball. It's his craft. We and don't. The, we don't like the art of basketball. The artist, no, if he wants a artist. fucking craft, just make a fucking pottery fucking shit, dude. <laughs> Get into pottery. You know what I mean? The man thinks because he did one semester at fucking Duke. He's the fucking, he's like fucking Aristotle or some shit Listen, when it comes to, you know, his philosophies his, and shit. You know what? My problem the fuck is, out of here, bro. why hasn't he contradicted himself that literally he every, does, though. everybody who goes to Duke has family members who's killed Native Americans, bro. Like everybody, yeah. Duke's a white fucking school, preppy fucking school, yeah. all that shit. And then he hey, went hey, there. Don't say that about Grand Hill, okay? <laughs> he went, but he went Uncle there. Tom, bro. Out of all schools, you're but gonna go to fucking Duke. So to Tatum, bro. Go to fucking go, go to I don't know. Go to a go to Michigan. Go, I, what? <laughs> I'm just saying. Go to, if you if you're so big on your Native American heritage, maybe you he shouldn't go to a, a deep a, a deep South school that is predominantly white, preppy, rich, and fucking probably. Hillman? Um, <laughs> a Bill Cosby reference? <laughs> reference? You just went to Hillman? <sighs> but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no. Go to he's Howard. A, he's a walking... I know, I'm not saying Howard. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just fucking with you. Fucking like, go to University of Morehouse. Miami. I don't give a fuck. Morehouse. Don't go to fucking Duke. You know what I mean? And then I, act like you're all fucking high and I mighty. Just think, I just think it's, so, I think it's so funny that he started the post uh, talking about how ignorant people can be in sports. I'm like, yo, this entire post is ignorant. Yo, he's a walking like, contradiction, bro. Like, yo, you're for, for you to say that most fans can't differentiate sports and life and realize what's most important in life just is so ignorant to the fact that you think that you're just so much smarter than everyone. Why are you making money? Why are you making $40 million a year? Right. Because and then, and then people care too. this much. There's that too, yeah. You know what I right. mean? You wouldn't make any money right. if people didn't fucking care. Yeah. Now that you're making the money and people care too much, now it's a problem. Right. Right? Yeah, you're right. Idiot. But yeah, Idiot. But yeah, Idiot. But yeah, fucking, but yeah, when he was oh, I want to punch year. him in the fucking face. But yeah, he was asked last year, oh, so why why do you think the Celtics are going to make it to the finals? Because I'm here. Yeah. Oh, but if, yeah. but if you're, you know, if we're not supposed to talk about you, when you're not supposed to be the focal point of the attention, then, you know, then we're ignorant, right? right. Come on, man. Like, it's fucking, him and, him and Kevin Durant, they're made for each other. <laughs> are they? They though? really are. No, no. In terms of, like, the personalities. That could be a... F- a, a fight I can already see happen. Durant getting sick of Kyrie. That could be a no, clash way to happen. No, but Kevin Durant, he's the, the, some of the stuff that he's done as well. 
the whole like making up a, a separate Twitter account to see what people are saying about him yeah. and then bitching about it. And it's like, why do you guys care so much? Well, yeah. what people say, just go and do your thing, and that's it. They you might, got, you, you laugh all the way to the bank or cry all the way to right. the bank, whatever. They might be the softest two I can think of in the league right now, right? In terms of being butt and hurt, that's sad. In terms of being butt hurt and and expressing their you know feelings towards criticism, it's and like, that's sad because they're like two of the most talented players right now in the league, right? And it's and it's unfortunate because you look at what other players have gone through, you know, like. People have gotten so much worse than Kyrie. Seriously, dude. Like, yo, okay, a crowd full of Celtics fans said you suck. <laughs> a crowd full of Celtics fans asked about your whereabouts. <laughs> it's like, that was the worst of that night. What did you Where think was Where is Kyrie? That hurt your feelings, bro? bro? That's, that Talk- hurt you? Where is Kyrie? He's like, guys, I'm, I told you where I was going to be. I'm not going to be at the garden. <laughs> Right, like, like what? What's the need for the question? And it took you less than an hour to make that. But po- it's like, come yo, on, yo, man. talk about ignorance, though. Talk about ignorance. Oh, you didn't think they were going to be upset the crowd after what you said last year? After the multiple things you said do last you year? Do you not know Boston? Do you after no, no, those no. two years you've spent? Do you not have common sense? Like all is forgiven. Like I get it. It worked out for the best. I get that in the end of the day. But for him to call ignorance. Is ignorant. <laughs> it really is. At the end of the day, it's a slap in the face. Honestly, it really is to NBA fans and everyone alike. Ridiculous. All right. What well, else we missed? And last, last but not least, Danny Ainge was on, you know, his weekly appearance on uh, the Sports Hub and was asked about Gordon Hayward, who actually earlier in the week, Gordon Hayward gave an update on his on his uh, hand injury. Injury said that uh, he's been. Practicing with coaches and doing um, simulation drills. He hasn't started practicing with the team yet, but says he feels good. He says, uh, obviously, his hand is still sore. And even he says when he comes back, he expects the hand not to be 100%. But the good thing is it's not his shooting hand. Right. And he's able to keep his conditioning. This is, That's what, Gordon Hay- this is what Gordon Hayward said earlier in the week. So um, back to Danny Ainge and his weekly appearance said that he's confident that Gordon Hayward will practice for the first time officially since his surgery this weekend. So, fall works out. Could the Celtics uh, see Gordon Hayward back in the lineup as early as Monday against those mighty Cleveland Cavaliers? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say maybe the Philly game. I got Philly. I got Philly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Philly. Sean, Sean already said Philly. Um, obviously, both of them, when they got asked that question, you know, re- uh, any return date, they were... Obviously, not going to answer that. Yeah, I think you want to play it safe a little bit with Hayward, and if you play him in the Philly game, then you got the whatever, how many days to rest, you know? Well, this weekend will mark four weeks since his surgery. So, if the timeline still up, you know, upholds the original six weeks, you could be back by Christmas, Christmas Day against Toronto up in up north, up in Canada. Yeah, you going to that? Sorry? I'm not. No, I'm not. Nice. No stamps on my passport. So we're kicking it. Oh, Jesus. Shit. Let's do it. I haven't seen Sway yeah. on Christmas Day in like three years. Yeah. I mean, once. <laughs> oh, what, are you guys, what are you guys, family? That's <laughs> true. We um, can't open presents until fucking Sway comes back. <laughs> really? No shit. <laughs> I, like I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind. Like, what the fuck? Bro, yeah, I wouldn't the, mind. I wouldn't mind him going on these trips, but I can't open my presents yo, until Sway is uh, well, first, present. First of all, they've been home the last three years, yeah. and, and the latest they've played is, what, what was it? Five o'clock, I think it was, the Wizards game yeah. uh, last year. So You didn't come home until the 26th, bro. <laughs> no, I got, I, I got there right before. I got there by halftime of the last game of the of the. Of the NBA showcase. The last game of the NBA showcase is at like 11.30 at night. 
It's love to exaggerate. So, you Get know, we got to partake with the family a little bit, and then we got to Pacific time. I mean, <laughs> Pacific time. I think if Kawhi Leonard, if Kawhi Leonard stayed. Mountain I, I, time. I, I probably would be going, but. Hey, I'm happy. Enjoy Christmas. Hey, year. am I invited to Christmas, guys? I don't know. We'll see, man. Yeah, man. Come through, bro. All right. Come on through. We might come to you, actually. Yeah, but we'll you, both. You can, you come Dude, over you here can have some time. of that meatloaf, bro. Come over here in the day. Oh. <laughs> bro, bro. That meatloaf, bro. <laughs> mama Pavone. That Mama Pavone meatloaf. That's the best meatloaf I've ever had in my entire life, man. <laughs> Yo, my mom's been making Sean was crushing it last year. And the eggs in the middle. <laughs> Hardball egg in the middle. What? Shout out to Mama Pavone for game, that. Game changer. Shout out. Grew up on that. Now, nah, anybody, anybody got no plans for Christmas? Come over. I got, uh, we're going to have Pernilla. <laughs> Pernilla. There you go. Yeah, we're going to have, uh. Are you, you know. really? Yeah. Oh, we're here. Yo, bro. Mama Pavone is making, is making tamales this year. Ooh. Homemade tamales. Come on through. <laughs> this year. She does it every year, but okay. Not every year. Yeah, man. Most it's, years. It's been, a, it's been a few years. I called her out on it, so now she's like, nah, fine, I'll, make I'll show you. Again. Jesus Christ, no one was eating them for a couple of your ass. <laughs> People complaining. <laughs> yeah. so no more tamales, and they make tamales, and they want tamales now. It's yeah. going to come by so quick, too. It is. Christmas. It is. So it is. I mean, Yo, for real, it's mad quick. This. I mean, yeah. quick, this, this is the thing. We're... Well, th- Thanksgiving oh, is like th- three weeks in between. Yeah. Hey. It's like three weeks in between Thanksgiving and, oh. and, and, and Christmas. By the way, guys, we're three episodes away from the 200. Oh. Episode of the College Street Podcast. Yeah. We should commemorate that somehow. Is that going to be our first episode of 2020? I think so. 2020. Whoa! Sweat, sweat. Put the chair down. Sweat. Put the chair. Down. Uh, Flip this table. I'm oh so my excited. God! Flipping furniture. Let's go. I got the furniture king. moving. That episode, we're gonna we're gonna have everybody on that episode. Antoine. Antoine, I'm gonna get Antoine, Antoine. again. Get Twine on there. We we'll get somebody. You Kenny get Anderson. You oh, get... No, let's not let's not get off the secrets. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna get some something good. We're gonna do something All right. good. All right, cool. See, see, I'll, I'll talk to. I'll talk All right, to so him. we got things. I'm saying we got big things to look forward to. Right, so yes. you know that's gonna do it for this edition of In Case You Missed It. But real quick, because I don't think I think we've only done this once since you actually started the your other podcast, and I caught up on the last few episodes. You guys got to check out. The Cedric Maxwell podcast, which is co-hosted hey. by Joe Sway. Appreciate you. And that shit is hilarious. It's not a Celtics podcast. Don't get it twisted because they do talk Celtics here and there, but it's fucking Max telling stories. And it's pretty much, it's pretty much Sway setting up the, uh, the bowling pins and, <laughs> yeah. and Cedric just knocking them down. And it's, it's like the easiest person to set it up for, like easily. Like. <laughs> He's like, well, what do you do? Another strike. <laughs> it's like just. <laughs> It's like literally, I'm just throwing throwing meatballs down the middle. And he's just crushing them out the bro, ball. bro. It's like Mark McGuire on steroids in fucking '98, bro. <laughs> in batting practice with just a 30 like, mile per hour yeah. fastball coming at him. McGuire or Sosa? Which one? Uh, both? No, McGuire. McGuire. Was, yeah, yeah. McGuire was yeah. always better than Sosa. Yeah. No, no, I'm saying who had the who who's on the juice more? Oh, McGuire. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's why he was better. <laughs> McGuire's better. What the fuck are you thinking? All uh, the good old days when Sammy Sosa was black. Uh, <laughs> hey, good you know, times. you know, Sammy. When he so- didn't look like a bottle of Pepto Bismol. You know, it's Bro, funny. Sammy Sosa those- tried to get into the country club up the street from Paula's parents' house, and they didn't believe it was what? him. And they didn't let him in. Good. And, and then, good. But then he came back white, and they almost let him in. Apparently, because <laughs> they didn't know it was him. They didn't know it was him. Yeah, they didn't know it was him. <laughs> 
They're like, oh, oh, oh. And he like tried to get in another name because like Darren's all about names. Like it, it doesn't matter if you're a baseball player. I thought he pulled up through looking the way he does no, now. He, oh, he, he like was big and he was like, he's he's like, like no, no, no. I want to get into this country club. They're like, no, you're not. You're not part of like. He's like, no, 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 no. My name, my name, no Sammy. My name is Manny. 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 Manny Sosa. Manny Sosa. Manny Sosa. Yeah. Speaking of Manny, shout out to Manny. Ooh, Hall of, Fame. Hall of Fame, Red Sox Hall of Fame. No, his is he, he should MLB's get in the Hall of Fame. One step, one step, one step closer, one step closer. No, but this, exactly. should, this, he's is, on, is, this, this is significant. This is and isn't this first year on the ballot. No, 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 no. He's always on the ballot. Yeah, he's been on the ballot for a while. Yeah, Manny. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we talk about what Westway's talking about is the Red Sox Hall of Fame. Number retired. Oh, I don't know because David Price is it. Yeah, I don't think so. I think it's just just fucked up. By the way, it's just the Red Sox. It's just the Red Sox Hall of Fame. It's not them retiring yeah, yeah. Well, your number. It's, big, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Bro. It's a big deal. The lack he, of disrespect. <laughs> well, he's the, entering the, the amount of disrespect that Manny Ramirez fucking gets. He's entering the Red Sox Hall of Fame. Career is with, with Danny uh, with David Ortiz too. So that's, yeah, that's my future. man. The best he one two punch ever, bro. He got ever. traded for Jason Motherfucking Bay. Are you kidding me? Oh yeah, Manny. Oh yeah. Are bro. you kidding me? That was a slap bro. in the yeah, fucking we, face then. We, no, we it's a slap in the fucking we face then. We spend a whole podcast on this, bro. Let's keep it moving. I've never been more angry than uh, uh, at the Red Sox than that day. See, that, <laughs> they day, fucking traded Manny that day I was trying. I like. I knew that Manny was going to get traded. All the talk leading up to that day, I'd already accepted it. The deadline had passed, man. And then, but I was like, God, you so know that's what? what pissed me off. You know that's what, what ate at me the most. Jason Bay was a really good player last year. He was really good. I was like, maybe he'll be. Then he came here and just blew. Bro, just sucked. Right. He was so in the outfield Yo, all day. He was so bad. David Ortiz got affected. That's how bad yeah, he, he was. Couldn't, he couldn't protect David Ortiz. <laughs> yeah. Good. And David Ortiz, fine. I'll back clean up next year. Fine. And I'll hit 54 home runs. And now, oh, guess what? We're a fucking 80-win fucking team. Congratulations, bro, Red bro, Sox. With David Ortiz playing the way he was. Against Tampa when they were down three to one, yeah, and fucking Bay playing like shit, yep. they almost pulled it off. They yeah. almost made it to the almost. World Series. Yeah. So imagine if they fucking didn't. Tra- you know what? I don't oh, want to go down this hole. They, I don't want to do this. They, Fuck Jason. They, they, they went it off. At the I don't want to do this. There, but you know one what? More. They lost, Manny's they lost one there. More. Ah, with that fucking three World Series. Either Manny, way, shout always out to, clutch. Right. And yeah, exactly. Either way, shout out to Manny Ramirez, my favorite bro. hitter of all time. Is that Manny, bro? Tell him. I, tell him I said what up. Pops. Pops is like, yeah. You got to talk about Manny. Let me get on real quick. I got two cents. I got some. I got to say my two cents. So yeah, man, that's that's a good look. That's a good look for Boston sports. Yeah, right. Manny, I love Manny. And anybody closer. who doesn't love Manny and everyone says Manny was a problem, you got problems. Fuck off. On that note, we up out of here. You just don't sign him. You just don't sign him. You want an, you want I mean. another World Series? You don't sign him. Let him go. That's it. You got a World Series. Out. Later, guys. Later.